0: Hello and welcome to the Amateur Austenite. My name is Frances Duncan. I am an author and the founder of the Jane Austen Society of New Zealand. My very special guest today is my sister, Paula. Yes,
1: I'm very special.
0: Very special. To me, you're very special. Aw,
1: that's so lovely.
0: And today we are looking at chapter 53 of Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen. In chapter 53, the Bingleys, no, (laughs) the Wickhams leave and Bingley returns and Darcy is with him.
1: It's a bit of a surprise though that both that Bingley returns and that Darcy is with him.
0: Yeah, it seems to come completely out of nowhere. Mm. Mm. It does. But it's beautiful. It's lovely that it happens after the Wickhams have left as well.
1: I think that was probably by design, though.
0: How would he have known?
1: Servants? He's got money. He's connected. This is true. This is very true. I mean, Mrs. Bennet
0: used servants to make sure they knew when Mr. Bingley had arrived. She does. She's so funny in this chapter. She's so funny when she finds out that he's coming back. Mrs. Bennett was quite in the fidgets.
1: She's just hilarious. She's in her element. I mean, this is what her life is all about, right?
0: Trying to get her daughters married. Yeah. Which which is sensible, though. She does need to get them married. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't think anyone would argue that she doesn't have the best of intentions. Mm. She just doesn't go about it in a sensible way. Nor is she sensitive. She's not sensitive or sensible.
0: No. And her poor daughters are sitting there, um, waiting for Mr. Bingley and Mr. Darcy to come up to the house. Both sisters were uncomfortable enough, each felt the other in course for themselves, and their mother talked on, completely unaware of what was going on with them. It's interesting, because they're also a little unaware of what's going on with each other. Lizzie still hasn't told Jane, she hasn't had the courage to show her Mrs. Gardner's letter. This is beautiful. She regarded herself with an interest, if not quite so tender, at least as reasonable and just as what Jane felt for Bingley. She's saying, without saying, I'm in love with Darcy, because they continue to talk around things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Why can't you just point directly at the thing and say it?
1: Yeah, I guess at least in your own head, right?
0: Yeah, but she won't. No. Not even in her own head. That's well, scary, isn't it? Yeah. He comes in and she keeps looking at her work and the way that's described that she can hear his voice and then she keeps raising her eyes to his face. As you can say, like the whole thing is like her looking down, looking up, looking down, looking up. Um, So she must be looking at him quite frequently because it says that she found him looking at Jane at herself and frequently on no object but the ground.
1: Uh, Because he's, of course, feeling awkward as
0: well. Yeah, because he has no idea what her feelings are.
1: No, and he doesn't know that she knows about what he did
0: No, for the family, right? No. He has no idea that she knows that, because Mrs Gardner wouldn't have had a chance to tell him, but potentially he's still in contact with Mr Gardner.
1: No, I wouldn't think so. You don't think so? No, I'd say, you know, he did this, and it was all well and good, and he's lovely, but he would have stepped back. I'd say that, you know, once they get married, perhaps he would... Be friends with the
0: gardeners again. Not enough friends, but acquaintances. We know that they come to stay at the end. Yeah. They go to stay at Pemberley. Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you know Elizabeth and Darcy get married? And the gardeners come to stay at Pemberley. And they talk about them. It's almost like they become the pseudo-parents. Yes, that's right. Which is lovely.
1: The parents that Darcy can deal with.
0: I think he'd get along quite well with Mr Bennett. I don't know.
1: To a degree, they they probably have things that they can discuss. But my guess is that Darcy probably looks down on Mr Bennett because of his wife and would find him quite difficult to see clearly because of that. Oh, ouch. You think he looks down on him? Well, I look down on Mr Bennett. Maybe I'm just... Reflecting my own feelings onto him. Because every week that we've done this recently, I've said, Mr Bennett.
0: Yeah, because he's not stepping up and doing what he should be doing for his family.
1: No, and he never has either. No. Otherwise, Lydia wouldn't be so flighty. Uh, And he, he wouldn't have allowed her to
0: go to Brighton on her own. She did manage to get a reasonably good husband in a way. Mr Wickham is still very charming he smiled looked handsome and said many pretty things
1: but he's still dastardly and of course as i've said before in my head what comes straight after pride and prejudice is death death comes to Pemberley. so for me that's just part of the whole story i can't get it out of my head and of course in death comes to pemberley spoilers he has been cheating on lydia um and so that's you know in my head and It just seems so true to form, true to character, who he is, that it's believable that that's what he does do.
0: I can't imagine him not cheating on Lydia, because he's not in love with her. No,
1: and it's not like he's getting a lot of money. And even if he was getting money out of her, it wouldn't matter, would it? No, I don't think it would. That's, yeah. Yeah. Which
0: is sad for her.
1: (laughs) It really is. Yeah, she might be twitty,
0: but... She deserves better. Uh, yeah.
1: No, I mean, nobody deserves to be cheated on, right? No.
0: No. I'd say that's a good thing about Mr Bennett, that you can't imagine that he would cheat on Mrs Bennett, despite her being annoying as hell.
1: He couldn't be bothered to do that, right? Yeah, probably. He seems to lack a lot of up and go and energy. I think
0: life has been a bit of a disappointment to him. How hard to be born into the landed gentry?
1: Oh, yeah so difficult but again you know it's like that saying first world problems we all deal with what the hand that we've been played
0: true um and that's all he's ever known so i suppose we could say poor mr bennett Am I allowed to say poor mr bennett and you don't like him very much though
1: oh i do feel sorry for him because you know when he was young he married mrs bennett because she was pretty and fun and nobody explained to him that perhaps it wasn't the best thing to do
0: no We don't know anything about his parents, so we don't know if his parents were even around. Yeah. So who knows what happened and how they ended up together. Mm.
1: He's just obviously quite disappointed in his marriage and the way things have played out. Yeah. Poor Mr Bennett. And of course he doesn't have a lot to occupy his time either. Well, he should be running the estate. Yes, but still, that's
0: not a lot to occupy his time. It is a small estate. Yeah. It only makes 2,000 a year, but it's kind of hinted at somewhere in here that the estate could potentially make more if he actually worked on it. Yeah.
1: But I think that was always the problem, wasn't it, in those days, that the landed gentry didn't work that hard because they didn't feel they needed to. And over time, that's how they all got eroded.
0: Uh, That's not entirely the case. A lot of it had to do with death taxes. Yeah, that true. That too, um, and also the Industrial
1: Revolution had a huge part yeah. to play.
0: Yeah, yeah. So a lot of the landed gentry invested in the industrial stuff. I was going to say in the Industrial Revolution. No, they did not invest in the Industrial Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> in industry.
1: Yeah, Can the, you, you can't imagine Mister Bennett doing that, though.
0: No. Whereas Mister Darcy would potentially.
1: Yeah, and he'd also encourage Bingley too, I imagine, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. And Bingley's money was probably still tied up in trade. Like, he's got his capital, but he's probably got other money that he's using to create more money. Yeah,
1: and I think that's what a lot of the landed gentry didn't understand in those days.
0: No, because you have, I have my estate, my estate makes the money, I just have to keep the estate running.
1: Yeah, exactly unfortunately sometimes you have to spend money to make money as well and that's
0: just true it's probably quite hard for them to understand i feel like we've gone a little bit off topic
1: oh how do we always do this
0: i blame you i think it's your fault
1: well yeah i mean perhaps (laughs) i don't know for the you know three people who listen to
0: this (laughs) sorry sorry uncle phil
1: No, I think it was a really funny chapter.
0: You did keep laughing. Yeah,
1: a very funny chapter. And um, I like the way that it slowly builds up the suspense with both Bingley and Jane and Darcy and Elizabeth. And also that within one chapter there's that crossover where Wickham and Lydia are leaving Mm -hmm. and then the other men come in. So it's all part of the same story. I quite like that. It's a really nice way it's structured.
0: And as you were reading, you were pointing out that Mrs. Bennett is really the reason that her daughters aren't getting married.
1: Yeah, it's irony, really, isn't it? Yeah. Because she wants. Totally Told desperately. Yeah, yeah, and that's all she can focus on, yet she doesn't understand that she's the one that's holding
0: them back. Poor Mrs. Bennett? Yeah, I guess. Because she doesn't know any better. No, she doesn't, does she? She's had no education and she has moved above her station when she married.
1: And she's not nasty. I mean, really the only nasty character in it is Wickham. You could argue that uh, Mr Collins is a bit nasty because he does look down on the family and, you know, his letter that comes when Lydia has eloped is actually quite nasty, but... I, I wonder if that was on purpose or what he thought was his right because of the position he was in.
0: So I haven't told you about our Jane Austen Society meeting that we had the other weekend and one of the new ladies that came, Holly, who's lovely, was talking about how she really likes Mr. Collins and she doesn't think that he's nasty, he's just a little misguided.
1: Wow, I need to chat to Holly
0: yeah she also doesn't really like lizzie and i was like oh wow i'm so impressed that she was bold enough to say that in front of people she'd not met before and she she had reasoning behind everything and i was like yeah i i see where you're coming from Uh, Brilliant. well i mean lizzie is quite prejudiced right yeah and she referred to her as a brat and i'm like wow and then she was talking about now i can't remember her example Mm. she had a really good example of lizzie being brat. oh when mrs no when lady catherine was asking her age and she refused to answer I think she saw it as an impertinence. It is a bit of an impertinence, but still, when you're in someone's house and there's no reason to not tell them your age.
1: Except for in those days, your age was really important
0: if you weren't married. I think. She wasn't exactly on the shelf, though.
1: Well, she was pretty close to it, particularly because her older sister wasn't married and she was letting people know how old her older sister was.
0: Yeah, I'd be more worried for Jane, who was 23.
1: Yeah, she was definitely an old maid. But you can see why
0: very small society yeah they're in a small community and a mother like that they may have dined with four and twenty families but how many eligible bachelors were in amongst those four and twenty families
1: well none that we hear of right no so i guess we're led to believe that there are
0: maybe
1: there were a lot of
0: females born i think the thing also at this point in time is that a lot of people are off at war the eligible men and that makes a huge difference on
1: society, yeah. Then and later on, it was an enjoyable chapter, amusing, amusing, very good, and then full of tension at the end, which I liked. We were you just waiting for something to happen?
0: And uh, people are unable to catch each other's eye because it's too nervous.
1: I just uh, a friend of mine has just sort of started seeing a man, and. Uh, I saw her with him yesterday, and it was that, that same sort of thing, and it's just really beautiful to watch that first part of a relationship where people are really nervous with each other, um, but you can also see the fact that they like each other. Um, that is sweet. It is, eh? And as an outsider, it's really nice to see. I can imagine for Elizabeth that was quite hard work, um, but it's lovely to watch from the outside, particularly when you know what's going to happen at the end. I
0: don't know what's going to happen for my friend, but, um, you know... for Elizabeth... romance novels, they're quite comfortable because you know at the end they're going to end up together. Exactly. So you can actually enjoy all those tensiony bits.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, so very true. Tensiony bits, that's a technical term.
1: It's very technical. Yeah. That's better than, um what is it called, the bachelor? You know how they... The rose ceremony? Well, you know, at the end when they're deeply in love with two women and you're thinking... my goodness this woman both of them are saying they're in love with him one of them is about to have their heart completely smashed to pieces in front of millions of people this Mm -hmm. is horrible Mm -hmm. not that i watch i do okay good because i don't (laughs) (laughs) i managed to accidentally catch a bit of the the very last episode um And, you know, he was, I saw bits when he was with both women and there was, you know, they were both talking about love and it was all beautiful and I just, yeah. And then I saw a bit where he was getting ready and he was still going, I don't know which
0: one. They make them say that. Do you think? They make them say, I don't know which one. It's from what little I've read of interviews with them. They usually know quite early on who they're going to choose or whether they're going to choose someone. So they're lying. They have to make it look like they're unsure the whole way through.
1: But they're lying to a woman, right? Because they're saying to them, I'm interested in you.
0: (gasps) Horrible. That does not make it sound very good when you put it that way. Yeah. No. Okay. And that is our summary of chapter 53 of Pride and Prejudice and a little bit of other stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We we,
1: we really hope you enjoyed it, particularly you, Uncle Phil.
0: Yep. um you and, can and maybe hello holly and hello holly if you're listening um that is our summary of chapter 53 of pride and prejudice um you can find me at francis and on twitter at francis underscore Duncan. thank you for listening and we wish you happy reading just popping back in to let you guys know that we have merch now i haven't actually got merch with my face on it That seems a little weird to me, but if you really want it, let me know and I'll do that. There's merch of the Jane Austen Society of Aotearoa New Zealand's logo, uh, some Jane Austen merch, and some Pride and Prejudice, heavily Pride-focused merch too. It's on Redbubble and the link is in the notes. Happy buying!